Hey, Boker Tov, Shavua Tov to everybody. Today's daf is daf Yud Dalit in Erevin. Right from the top of the page, we learned the Mishnah yesterday about the Korah. We had a machloks between the Chachamim and Rabbi Yehuda, whether the Korah has to be strong enough to carry a half brick, or it could be any anything at all, because the main purpose, of course, is the demarcation, that it should look like there's a separation, that it's not part of the Rosh Hashanah. <clears throat> and then we also mentioned that you could even have a... Um, a rounded beam, the beam across, uh, the beam on the top could even be rounded. That's like in uh, illustration number 101. Uh, it could be rounded, and if it's rounded, you look at the diameter. So we said the Gemara at the end of the Mishnah gave the idea that if it's a, um, if the circumference of the beam is three tefachim, then the diameter is one tefach, which is approximately. Uh, which is approximately geometrically correct. It's about one third, approximately. Says the says the Gemara. So it says tefach tefach machsaboy. We said that if the um, if the uh, if the beam is is wide enough to carry a half brick, <coughs> a half brick being one one and a half tefachim. So why do you say it's tefach? It says it's a tefach. In order to carry Kirel Kabul, a Riach, a Riach, a Tzilabarashashashvachim, Dialakar Shetebrachvach, that's enough of the course to be a Tefach. A Tefach isn't going to hold a Tefach, a, a, a half brick, which is a Tefach and a half. It says, Keeping the Rach of the Kabul Tefach, Ida Chatzi Tefach, Malbinle, Betina Mashu. In other words, since it can hold a, uh, since the beam is, is a Tefach wide, it can hold a, a half brick, which is one and a half Tefachim, with a little bit like a finger breadth extra on each side. If you were actually, you know, going to put the brick on there and you're afraid it would fall off, so the Gemara says then you would plaster it with a little cement on each side, you know, like at an angle, so that one tef is, there's one finger breadth on one side, and there's the brick is, is one finger breadth on one side hanging over the beam and one finger breadth on the other side, so put a little cement there to hold it in. So that's good enough. It doesn't have to be the full uh, width of the half brick. So Maggie said, Maggie said, that's good if a comment, and, it, and it, will, it will hold, it will stand. Okay, so we said, like, like in the Tanakhama, the Mishnah, that the Korah has to, the beam has to be strong enough to hold a, uh, a, half, a half brick. Let's say the Korah is not sitting on the walls, as is usually shown in our diagrams, but it's rather sitting on poles. Those support poles, they don't have to be strong enough because you're not actually going to do it anyway. You're not actually going to put the br- bricks on this beam. So the question is how strong it has to be. So when it comes to the beam, the beam has to be strong enough according to the Tama to hold a half a brick. But the supports don't have to be strong enough to hold the Korah. Obviously, they're holding the Korah, but they don't have to be strong enough to hold the Korah and, and, and the Ariach. Uh, uh, Those beams don't have to be that strong because you're not actually going to do it anyway. Both of them. Whether it's the beam or whether it's the support, they have to be able to hold them both. Right? Rashi, Korbin, and Brias. It's a little strange. It means that the beam has to be strong enough to hold the brick, and the supports of the beam have to be hold, strong enough to hold the beam and the brick. Let's say you put the Korah on the Mavui, like was shown in many of these diagrams. And you decided to add to it. Sometimes kolamosef gorea. We have a klal in life. They call if you add too much, you're adding sometimes you're by adding too much you're detracting. A lot of people, uh, you know, that that usually applies to people who talk too much, right? By adding too much you're detracting. 
So Rav Shesha says uh, that if you added on a mat, you threw a mat over the beam. This cross beam was simply a cross beam, again, for visual purposes, usually. And now you threw a mat over it in order to turn it basically into a partition, um, a mechitza. So they'd be a menakarka shlosha if you lifted off the ground three tfachim, right? Menakarka kora ain't kan, uh, kora ain't kan mechitzan kan. You don't have a kora anymore. You don't have the beam and you don't have mechitza. Kora ain't kan, you don't see it. You don't see any beam. You know, the purpose is a beam. A beam people notice. If they see a wall, it's not a wall either. You know why? Because mechitzan kan, tapit mechitza shakdiyam bokambo. If you have a wall that, that, that goats, uh, small goats, kids can, can, can uh, break through, that's not considered a wall. On Sukkot, we have that concept also that even though you might say love it or, or good aches, but if it's uh, if they can if the if the animals can break through there, that's not considered a wall. So here too, you have neither a wall nor a beam. So you're better off just leaving the beam alone and not trying to cover it with a mat, unless you made sure that it's stretched all the way down to within three tefachim of the ground. Again, three tefachim within three tefachim is love it. Once it's three tefachim, it's no longer love it. Tan Rabbanim, my cousins have anything else because that. Let's say he had a beam that went across from one. The opening of the uh, mavui from one wall to it didn't reach the other one. Or you had two beams stretching out from two opposite walls and they didn't reach one another all the way. So again, pachas mishloshiv is less than three tefachim. Ain't sarach lavi karachers. You don't have to bring another one. Meaning that's considered attached because it's lavish. Shloshiv sarach lavi karachers. If it's three tefachim again, that it doesn't have to. Again, let's 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 differentiate like we did the other day when we talked about. The width, the the uh, width of a door has to be at least four tefachim, but it's up to ten amos inclusive. Ten amos. Whether we talked about that of mechitza or talked about a mavi, the mavi's height that we had a machlokes in the gemara in the mishnah about. Rabbi Yudas says it can be basically any height. Chum say up till twenty amos, including twenty amos. When it comes to lovid, it's up until three tefachim, not inclusive. Load bechlal. In other words, once it's three tefachim, you don't have love it anymore, like we see over here. He says, if it's three tefachim, no good. Pachas mishlosha is okay. If it's shlosha, it's no good. This will be important later. I remember that. We mentioned it the other day too. Shemingali lomer. Pachas midalat ain't sachem. Again, Shemingali argues with the concept of love it. He says that love it is up until four tefachim. Pachas midalat ain't sachem. Love it karacheres. Arba tzachem. Love But we'll see that even what Rabbi Shemingali says is somewhat qualified. So you have two parallel beams. This is uh, illustration number 102. Um, this is really the first one of today. That the, the, um, If you have two parallel beams, and they're very, very narrow, thin, flimsy beams, neither one could hold a brick. Even if, even if they hold, see that picture, together they can make one tefach of a, of a, a brick. Right, one tefach of the brick, like we said before in the mission. Also, one tefach, even though the half brick is more, but it can hold one tefach on the, on that width. And you don't have to bring another one. That's good enough. In other words, you, you, the uh, illustration number one hundred two stands of its own. Of its own, it doesn't hold the whole. You know, it holds one tefach together. That's good enough. If not, so you got to use a different beam. He says yeah, there's no illustration on that, but he means to say that you don't look at the width, but you look at the Length that's got to hold a uh, brick of a length of three, then ain't sarchlevekaracheres. If not, you have to bring another one. Let's say you had this is illustration number one hundred three. Illustration number one hundred three. If you had one beam above and one below, so are they considered attached? Again, neither one is big enough. So he says here that um, if one was above and one was below, 
Again, as long as it's within three tvachim of one another, you pretend that they're attached, you pretend that they're like one. So you pretend the upper one is like the low, is, is down to the lower one. In other words, you consider them, you join them together. That's only if the upper one is not higher than 20 amas. Higher than 20 amas, you can't see. In other words, we love it is a legal fiction that allows us to say that a space of less than three or less than four is considered attached. But if in fact the beam is higher than 20, that doesn't count at all because you, physically you can't see it. Or if the lower one is less than 10 tfachim off the ground, it's less than 10 tfachim, not amos. Again, chaf is chaf ama, that's also no good because that's not considered, that's considered like, you know, like, like near the ground and it's not considered something that, you're, that the eye is going to catch. Rashi says, uh, if it's within three, 10 tfachim of the ground, then the thing, two things are not considered attached. That's like a demarcation line because 10 tfachim is considered Rosh all over up until tfachim is, cons- I mean, up until 10 tfachim is considered Rosh Hashim from the ground and above that you could have Rosh but it's considered a separate Rosh like we saw that Rabbi Shalom doesn't low, doesn't come below, we had by the, um, uh, by the uh, by the Aron that doesn't come below ten fachim. That's a, a separate rishus. So again, if it's below one, if it's below ten fachim, the lower ones below ten fachim, but the upper ones higher than twenty, then you cannot consider them joined. All right, but uh, but with, otherwise within three fachim, the assumptions are considered on. Amar by Rabbi Yosi Yehuda, he was a Tan of the son of Rabbi Yehuda, not Rabbi Yehuda that we have so much of him in the Gemara here, but Rabbi Yehuda in the Mishnah. He always like his father in one respect. He says, you pretend you see it this way. Again, if you have an upper one and a lower one, you see the upper one is joined to the lower one, the lower one is joined to the upper one. But he disagrees with, with his father in one respect. Rabbi Huda, his father is the same Rabbi Huda from Daf Beis Malaf, who says you could even have it higher than 20. Rabbi Huda, he says only within 20, not above 20, as he just said. If you have an upper one and a low one, you can consider them joined. Again, the assumption here is that you consider them joined within three tfachim of one another, right? Uh, but the upper one can't be higher than 20. If he went like his father, his father held that it could be higher than 20. So he, so he said, I guess when it came to the Daf Beis Malaf, he went like the sheet of the Chachamim that went with the, that higher than 20. And we came out not because that's how they did the base of English, but rather because higher than 20 Amas, the eye doesn't catch. Rabbi Yudah disagreed in the Mishnah, and this is, and this pens Rabbi Yosef Yudah agreed with his father of the concept you see Rowan. In other words, you could you pretend, even though it's not strong enough, or it says even though it doesn't look like they're one beam, it's considered one beam. Also, Rabbi Yudah said in the Mishnah, that if it's uh, if it's got the right width of a tefach, even though it's not strong enough to actually carry the the brick, it's not strong enough. Masli Rav Yudah Lachia Bar Rav. You have this again several times. This kind of a story. Rav Yudah. This is Rav Yudah the Amor, not Rav Yudah the Tana. Rav Yudah the Amor said, alert, taught Chia Bar Rav, Chia the son of Rav. He's probably named after his uncle. Rav named him after his uncle. Kamei Rav Karav Rochvav Pishenabriya. He taught him like. The sheet of Rabbi that as long as it's with they had the right width of a tefach, even though it's not strong enough to carry anything, Omelay Rav corrected him. He says, "Don't teach my kid wrong." Omelay Asnea Rochva Ubri. It's got to be like the Tanakam. It's got to be wide enough and strong enough. Ivar Mavloi Marav Rochva Arba Afbish Einbria. If it's fourth vachim wide, then you don't even if it's not strong enough for anything. He says Rochva Arba Shiny. Once it's wide enough, it's fourth vachim wide. We're talking about a beam that's one tefach wide. One tefach wide. It's got to be strong enough. 
to carry the brick or carry something heavy on it. You know, you're not actually going to do it. It's got to be uh, strong enough for that purpose. Once it's four tefachim wide, that's so wide that even if it's flimsy and it doesn't carry anything on it, couldn't carry anything that's good enough. The garden Rabbi Yudah went on to give different to give different examples. He said in the Mishnah that even though it's not strong enough, it's okay. So, for example, he says, let's say it's made out of straw or of reeds. So you pretend it's made out of metal. If it's curved, you pretend that it's straight. If it's round, you pretend you pretend that it's squared off. What is what? Are, what are all these examples for? So he says, You already said if it's not strong enough, it's okay. And then he gives an example. For example. If it's made out of straw, you pretend it's made out of uh, metal. That's the same as what you said before, that if it's, if it's uh, wide enough, even though it's not strong enough. I might think, listen, if you, what regular beam here is made out of wood, as the illustrations show. So if it's made out of wood, so you might say, the Rebuta says, you know, if it's made out of wood, even if it's a flimsy piece of wood and can't carry anything, that's okay. So you consider that it's made out of like a, like a strong beam. But you're not going to say that if it's something made out of straw or reeds, you pretend that's metal, you're not going to go that far. A beam, you could say, okay, a beam, a big beam, a little beam, or a stronger beam, or a weaker beam, maybe there you go. Even if it, because you do find beams that are real strong, like logs. So you might say a beam made out of wood, even though it's not, even though it's not strong, but since you do find many wooden beams that are strong enough, like heavy logs, so that's okay. But you're not going to take something as flimsy as straw and pretend that's metal. Kamashmon, that you do say that. When he says, if it's, if it's got the right width, even though it doesn't have the right strength, it doesn't matter what the material is, it's considered like made out of metal. Akuma, if it's curved, we pretend that it's, uh, we pretend that it's um, straight. Uh, in, in, in this one, if you look back in illustration, yesterday on the Mishnah 100, <coughs> he shows that Akuma is like a, a slant. This is a little bit uh, different than what we're going to see now in the Gemara. It, uh, 100 and 104 aren't the same. They could be two different versions of Akuma. But in any case, uh, the Gemara now says, also, isn't that Pshita? <coughs> isn't it obvious? He said, if it's curved, you, you know, we consider it straight. Why not? Again, uh, Rashi says over here that... Um, how is that different? Even if it's weak or if it's a curve, what's the difference? In other words, if you would just learn the Mishnah, you would learn like 100, like, like illustration 100, that it's a slant. Okay, so if it's a slant, what's the purpose of being at a slant? Why is that any different? Why It's also visible to the eye, but it won't hold a brick then. The brick's going to fall off, right? So that's what you'd say just learning the Mishnah. But the Chiddush is like Rav Zeyra. Rav Zeyra's point is, that the curve cannot be just at a slant or crooked or whatever, but it's actually a curve like in 104. Now we're looking at 104. Let's say the beam is basically within the Mavui. That's where it's got to be. We learned before that it can't be hanging outside the Mavui. It's got to be inside the Mavui. But let's say the curvature part is outside the Mavui, like in number 104, where you see a little curve to it and the curve's hanging out there. Right? Or, let's say the basic beam is within 20 amas from the ground, and its curvature stretches above. Or, or it's above 10 fachim, which is okay, it's got to be above 10 fachim. But its, its curvature reaches below. Still, if you were to just remove the curvature, pretend it's not there. If it's within three fachim, that's okay. And just remove that curvature. Sure, that curvature part doesn't look very good, right? But uh, just remove the curvature. And if you remove the curvature, so you've got, if as long as within three, the two edges, 
that are remaining are within three tefachim. So that's good enough. You're not like musavei mizel shalsha. Ain't sochel vecheracheres. You don't bring another. That beam is okay. If you love sochel vecheracheres, that's what Rav Zera says. Marhanami pshita. Isn't that also obvious? In other words, so pretend to be pretend that part. If, if the concept is you say Rowan, like Rabbi Yehuda said in the Mishnah, so what does he have to give you all these examples? And what's Rav Zera adding on? You know that if the, if the curvature part is in a bad place, above twenty, below ten, in a bad spot, right? What's who cares? Pretend it's not there. If it's within three tefach, if the two remaining edges, if it would be gone, would be consider, within three tefachim. It's considered love and it's considered attached. So what's your problem? Hanam sheets is the answer. He betoch mavui vakmisa chutz lamavi isrochle. The exact example in one hundred four is what we're looking for. Of course, you could just remove that curvature part, and it's, if it's less than three tefachim, it should be okay. But now it's saying But I might think since it stretches out into the street, you're afraid that people will carry into the street. They'll say, oh, listen, anything under the beam is okay, even that part that stretches out into the, into the street. You, that's the issue. The issue is we're afraid you might make xera. Yes, the concept is there. The legal fiction of removing the uh, curvature part and saying that the two remaining parts within three tefachim and one another are okay, sure, that, that makes sense. But here, this special one where it's stretching out Trishas Rabbim, we're afraid of that. We're afraid people will carry Trishas Rabbim. Kamash we don't say that. You're not concerned about that. You just consider the curvature part as if it's not there. Agula, Rona Sakilim Rev. So we said, this is what we mean in 101, where you had a, you had a really like a log, a log instead of a, 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 just a regular beam, a two by four, whatever, a rectangular beam, you had a, a, a round beam. So you look at the diameter. If the, if the uh, diameter is, if the beam has a circumference of three, then the diameter is basically one. So Asulamli, what do you need this for? Again, what do you need to tell me this for? That, you know, that if it's round, consider it like it's uh, squared off. Be, you know, big deal. If you have a weak one or a curvature one, what's the difference? You got a beam there that, you know, you, you can consider the part, the rounded part as if it's not there. Just square it off. You know, cut, the, cut out the middle. What's the chiddish in that? That's the Chiddush, right? The Chiddush is the last few words of the Mishnah. This is the concept of pi, of basically pi d, that, uh, that pi times the diameter is a circumference. So he's teaching you pi over here. What do you mean he's teaching you pi? Geometry, the Gemara is teaching us geometry. Here's the Chiddush. The Chiddush is we know that pi is really 3.1416 uh, all the way out. There's no end to it, right? It's very, very difficult to construct something exactly taking out pi to, you know, 20 decimal points or 30 or 40 to get that exact. The Chiddush is, and, and, and we don't need the Chacham to teach us pi, as the as Mepharshim explained, because you could just take a nail and put a string around it and measure it, and any idiot can learn pi based just on... Uh, you know, taking a taking a nail and a and a, uh, and a marker and a, and a board and figuring it out that it's uh, whatever it is three point one four. The chiddush is is that you don't have to be that exact. That it's close enough. This is close enough. In other words, when it comes to measures, like again, you don't need, you don't have to take the uh, the jeweler's loop to check the top of the lulav to make sure that it's kosher. If it's good enough to the eye, that's good enough. And here's the concept too. How do we know that that's good enough? That he learns out from Shlomo. And how do we know that? Not how do we know pi. Obviously, pi is, is basically uh, physics or, or geometry, however you want to look at it, right? That's, that's obvious that, 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 uh, that the circumference is three times the diameter. The Chiddush is that you don't have to be that exact. You don't have to go to 3.14. The Chiddush is that three to one is good enough. The Pasuk uh, by Shlomo, it says, He made the famous Yam Shel Shlomo. 
That's, we're talking about the physical Yamshim Shlomo, not the Marshal, whose safer is called Yamshim Shlomo, right? Mutzak Eser Bams, molten. He made it molten. He didn't beat it with, with hammers. He molted it. He made it from, from uh, molten uh, uh, material. Eser Ba'ama. Eser Ba'ama Misfaso From rim to rim, in other words, across, we're assuming now that from one end to another, we're not sure how he made this yet. Uh, was it round or was it square? But he says from one end to another, meaning the diameter was 10. 10 amas. Ogul, Saviv, wait, but he says it's rounded. Okay, so it is rounded, Saviv. V'chamesh v'amak muscle was five amas high and ten amas across. So we had a diameter of ten with a, with a height of five. V'kav, shlosha, shlosha yisav oso Saviv. And you stretch like, a, if you took a measuring stick, a measuring uh, um, thread, and uh, it went all the way around, was thirty. So you see the diameter was ten, and the circumference was thirty. So that shows you that that's the general that's the general idea of the relationship of diameter to the circumference is one to three. Ivoikas fosso. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What about the edge? What about the rim? You're counting from you're counting from the uh, from the inside. What about what about the rim? In other words, if the rim added some thickness to it, so it's not one to three. It's one point something to three, right? Because it was thicker than it was more than ten. It's thin, the rim was extremely thin. It was like the edge of a of a of a petal of a, a rose petal, very very thin. That's what it says. That's what it says about that. It says and its thickness tefach, right? tefach In other words, it's tefach thickness at the bottom, but usfaso at the upper edge. Kamaisa coast like a cup. Perach shoshan was like a like a, a, a petal of a flower. Notice the upper edge was that thin. Alpayim bas yochel. It contained. 2,000 bas, we'll see in Ahmed Bey's, bas is three saw, is a measure of three saw. We know a mikvah is 40 saw. This is three saw, uh, bas is three, and this had 2,000 bas, so it had 6,000 saw, it contained 6,000 saw. Ivory kamashu, but it was something, whatever it was, it was more. In other words, you're trying to be exact, you're saying it's one to three is all you need to do, but it's more than one to three because it had some thickness to it. It says, says, forget about the thickness, the measure was from the inside. You know, the measure was from the inside, the ten across was from the inside. Now, still you have the issue, right? In other words, the measure was from the inside, so that you're measuring the ten from the inside, and the thirty also presumably would be then from the inside, not from the outside. So ignore the thickness of the Yamshel Shlomo. Tanya Rabhiya, Yamshel Shlomo, the Amdiri. So that goes as the idea, uh, that gives us the idea of the relationship of diameter to, to circumference. All you need to do is one to three, that's close enough halachically. It held 150 mikvahs. In other words, the amount of mikvahs, a lot of koanim can go in there at the same time. So you know, it, was a, it was basically a gigantic mikvah. So how much did it hold? It held 150 standard mikvahs. How much is a mikvah? That's the middle for so How do we know? Look at the time we had this before a few blot ago. He washes his, uh, his basar in mayim. The main mikvah. But maybe, number one, Bamayim has to be a mikveh. It has to be water. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't say that it has to be a spring or a natural spring, uh, you know, like a natural uh, running uh, spring or river. It could be, Bamayim means in, in, even in gathered water, like in a bathtub. Kolbasar, but it says Kolbasar. What does that mean? Mayim shakol gufa ola. It's got to be, you can't be washed part of it at a time. You can't take a, a very small uh, amount of rainwater, uh, a little tub, and put your hand in once and then put your foot in. No, it's got to be, uh, mikveh has to be, has to be able to hold the whole body. Kama, and how much is that? Amal, ama, barum, shalash amas. That's one by one by three, which is three cubic amos. And a, a mikveh is three cubic amos. 
that's that's what that's what uh, uh, that's what it could uh, what a mikvah that's how much it, um, volume it takes to hold a person. And the chacham interpret that is what is that because different sheets is what is an amma. The chacham said that's forty saw the, the standard the standard measure like the leader uh, today the standard measure then was a saw it was forty saw. So kama havalu wait a minute so now let's understand something forty saw so we know mikvah's forty saw and yam shalom held. Held how many? 150 mikvahs. So 150 times 40 is 6,000 saw. Now, Kama Havala, we're assuming now at this point that uh, that there is no. We're, we're looking at the at the size of the mikvah. We're looking at number 105 as if Yam Shalom, his gigantic mikvah. We're looking at number 105 as if it was a square. Now it wasn't a square. We just said it was rounded. But we're looking at if it was a square. Kama Chamesh Gabiri. In other words, if it was a square, 10 by 10 with a height of five, that would be 10 by 10 by five is 500 cubic cubic amos. Amos we're looking at now, right? Chamesh Gabiri. Chamesh Gabiri. So it's 500. So how much would that hold? Letlas mea mea, three hundred out of the five hundred. Again, we're saying over here that a that the that the uh, measure is uh, for every uh, th- three to one. So therefore, for three hundred you have a hundred, three hundred you have one hundred. Lamea chamshim, and for the remaining lamea chamshim for the other hundred and fifty for out of the remaining two hundred. We're assuming now there's five hundred cubic amos in there. So for 300 cubic amos, you have 100, what? You have 100 uh, mikvahs, 100 mikvahs, because the ratio, again, is 3 to 1. Lemea v'chamshin, chamshin. For another 150, out of the 500, you have 50. There's your whole 150. So ba'ar v'mea v'chamshin sagila. So all you need is, why do we say that we're assuming now, like in number 105, that the mikvah held 500, uh, 500 uh, cubic amos? But... All you need is really 450, because as we said before, that uh, 150 mikvahs times what? 150 mikvahs times uh, a 40 saw is 6,000 saw, and all you would need there for that is 450 cubic amos, because a cubic amo is three amos, is, is, uh, is, uh, I mean a cubic amo, a, a uh, three cubic amos constitutes, um, three cubic amos is uh, is what we're looking at as uh, as one mikvah, and uh, and if you have 150 of those, that gives you uh, 150 of those. All you need is for a total of 450. So if you need four, four, you, all you need is 450 cubic amos, because 450 cubic amos would be 150 mikvahs. So why is it 500? That's right. That would be if it would be squared off, like we showed in 105. But it's not really squared off. Right, it's not really square. If we squared off, you'd actually be able. To, it would hold more than 150 mikvahs. It would hold 150 plus another uh, what? Another 15 and change, or 15, 16 and change, right? Hani but Yam It was round. He says, wait a minute. Now we're assuming that it's totally round. We're going from one. There's no picture over here. Uh, you, you can look at ahead at 106, but that's jumping ahead, right? We're assuming it's round. Says, wait, round isn't going to be big enough. How much is how much more is is a square a squared off uh, container over a round one or V? It's about a quarter more, and that's really what it is, right? If you think about it, uh, if it was ten by ten, uh, ten by ten by five is uh, is we said is five hundred, and if it's um, if it's uh, if it's a round one, 
Well, then we have pi r squared, right? So we get into that idea, and that would be come out to about 375. So michti kamam is about a quarter more. So the way he turns out, so for, for 400 out of the 500, mea, you deduct 100. Lamea, and for the remaining 100, deduct esr mechamesh. In other words, basically, he's just telling you, our way of thinking is that Rashi didn't have our, uh, our um, equations and, and the Pythagorean uh, equation. He didn't have all that. But basically, Gemara is telling you the same thing, that from 500, a rounded one would give you 375. So, honey, if you only have 375 cubic amos, all you'd have is how many mikvahs? 125. Again, three cubic amos, three cubic amos is one mikvah. So if you had 375 cubic amos, you'd have, you'd have how many? You'd have 125 mikvahs. And the Pusik said that his held 150. So it's not enough. So it's time Rabbi Cheskel, Yam Shlomo, it was a mixture. Shalashamas Tachanos, the lower one, we're looking now at 106. The lower part, the lower three amos was squared off. Rubos, Vishtayim, Elyonos, Agulos. And the, and the upper two were, uh, were rounded off. And that, therefore, the, the, the number comes out, right? Because the lower one gave you 300 cubic meters, uh, cubic uh, amos, rather, cubic uh, amos. And that, that we gave the equivalent of 100 mikvahs. And then the upper part, the upper part, which was rounded, gave you only 50, right? Because it didn't give you, uh, it wasn't, if, if, if it would have been squared off, it would have given you more. But if it's rounded, it gives you only 50 because instead of, two, instead of 200 uh, um, cubic meters on the top two amos part from the ground, the, the upper two, it's not, instead of 200, it's only 150 cubic amos. And their cubic amos gives you uh, a 50 uh, mikvah. So the lower three, if you look in 106, the lower three amos gave you 100 mikvahs, and the upper two gave you the equivalent of uh, 50 mikvahs. So there you, you got exactly 150. So Mars says, he the Ipchulamat says, you can't have it the other way around, that the bottom part, let's say, was rounded because the Svaso Ugglxiv, the Pusik says the upper rim was rounded. Elaimachadam, maybe it's only, maybe, you know, the Pusik doesn't say three and two, that it's three meters high square and then two meters high rounded. Maybe it's four and one, and then it would come out more. You'd have, instead of 150 uh, mikvahs, you'd have 158 and change or close to 160. I can't say that because the Pusik says it holds exactly 2,000 bas. And bas, how much is a bas, a bath? Have a it's three saw. The Pusik says, Masra, bas, menakur, because a bas is one tenth of a core. Core we know is 30 saw. Therefore, a bas is three saw because that's one tenth. So if this had 2,000 bas, it had 2,000 times three, 2,000 times three saw, so that's 6,000 saw, which is exactly what we're dealing with, because we're saying it's 150, 150 mikvahs, and mikvahs 40 saw, so that's a total of 6,000 saw. Davle shisa alfa girvi, 6,000 saw, it says, Ivak siv, machsik basim shalosh alfam, Pasuk says over there that his, in Devar Yom, it says that his, the Yam Shlomo held not 2,000 bas, which was, 6,000 so'a, which was 150 mikvahs, but it held 3,000 bas, which would be 9,000 so'a, right? That's the whole gutcha. That's if it held dry measure, it would be heaped up. You see that something is liquid, it holds X amount. Let's say a liquid can hold a liter. Uh, let's say you have a liter measure, it holds a liter of liquid, but if you put dry measure in there, you could pile it up to one and a half liters because it holds a third more, a third out of the total. In other words, it holds 50% more if you're looking at it that way. The time, I mean, sheet of table migdal, if you had a, a box or a, a, a chest, a box or a, t- a turret, 
uh, or a basket made out of straw, made out of reeds, or the, uh, the fresh water uh, pit, the fresh water uh, container in a, in a, lar- in a, uh, in a ship. Um, that, that these were very large containers. Um, even though they have feet, and therefore it'd be like a cleese should become a tome. They must like if they hold forty saw of balach, they hold forty saw of liquid, shen karaim biyavish, which is the equivalent of two core of dry measure, they're tar. So they're telling you that it's tar. Why why is he telling you we had this more in Shabbos Kalim that it's tar to tell you that it's no longer a cle, it's too big because it can't it can't be carried empty or full. It's it's just too heavy. If it holds that much, therefore it's not a clean, therefore it's tar, it's like a structure. But incidentally he tells us that if it holds 40 saw of liquid, which, which is the equivalent of, of two core, which is 60 saw of Yabesh, that's Torah. So it shows you that something which holds 40 saw of liquid will hold 60 saw of dry, because it's heaped up, which shows you it's 50 cent, 50% more. So he said in the Mishnah, the dimensions of the, of the, kor, of the uh, Korah has to be one tefah wide, and a machlok is whether it has to care. What about the lechi? So he mentions for L'chaim Shama, the, why does it say it in plural? We'll talk about that in the Gemara. Shama Govan says to be ten fachim high. Rachim Ravim calls you, it can be any amount, any thickness. Rabbi Yossi Yom Rachim Gimel Tfachim. We had Rabbi Yossi before also, Rebbe went like him, that the lechi has to be three tefachs wide. So, uh, no, no illustrations here. L'chaim Shama, why do you talk about in plural? Lamentan Samkar Blazer. We had a machlokas before, remember? Beishamai says you have to have a lechi and a korah. Beisil said, no, a lechi or a korah. And Rabbi Lezer said two lechis. So Har Misha goes like, like Rabbi Lezer because it mentions the lechayayin, mentions the, the two. Dama lechayayin dina. It says, look, my lechayayin, lechayayin, it just means, it means lechis in general. It doesn't mean to say where he went that you need two. It just means say lechis in plural. So Yochi Karanami, the previous Mishnah, was like a one line Mishnah, yesterday's Mishnah at the bottom of the page, say also Nesni Koro, Sumai Koros Koros Yama. says Yochi Kamar, Osen Lechayin Shinechli, but it means like this. The Lechayin that the Rabbi Lezer and the Chum argued about, whether you need two or one, how much does it have to be? Govan Asarat Fachim Rachman Avin Kosher, any amount. The Kama Kosher, how much is that? Tanur Fchia Filu Kachut Asarvel, even like a thread of a Sarvel. What's a Sarvel? Rashi tells us, coat. It's a coat. He says coat. Uh, it's a coat. Tana asalechi lechetzi mavi. Let's say, look at number nine. Uh, look at number one hundred seven right now. Let's say you made the lechi not at the edge of Vegnishus Rabin, but halfway inside the lechi inside the mavi. Then you've only got half the mavi. No, you can only carry on the inner half. So the treat isn't that obvious. The chiddush is not that obviously you don't have the outer half. But the chiddush is that you still have the inner half. So why, why would I think you don't have it? You have a lechi. The amount the same. Again, maybe we should make a gzayer and say if you make it inside, you won't notice it that much, and therefore you might carry throughout the whole mavi. If you carry in part, you'll carry in the other part too. Kamash when we're not gozer, and you can still use the inner half. Let's say you met a lechi, but it was three tfachim off the ground. This is number 108. One off the ground. Or this is number 109, or it's three tfachim away from the kosa. Look at 108 and 109. Lois will come Why? Because it's past lovud. I feel, uh, what about Shimulil? Shimulil says love it is four. I feel uh, I mean, I'm in love it. He says love it, that you say love it up till four. How do you mean Lamala? Above, you'll say, and those two things will be attached above. Like we said, like we said by Sukkah. In other words, if it's at the bottom in number one hundred eight, even even Rishon Malil says that it can't be uh, more than it can't be three tefachim because once uh, animals can go through, it doesn't look like a, a, a separation anymore. It doesn't look like a, a demarcation line. In both one hundred eight and one hundred nine, if you look in the little square, uh, the purple part of the square, he says Yosemi three tefachim. 
or Yoser Mitzvachim Botam. I think that word Yoser is incorrect because, because as I mentioned before, once it's three Tvachim, it's already no good. Three Tvachim is, no, is not valid. Three Tvachim means it's not a love it. It's not, like, it's not inclusive. When we say the three Tvachim to be love it, it's got to be up until three Tvachim is love it. If it's three Tvachim, it's no good. So when he says over here, the, the, he writes in there, Yosem Tvachim is no good. It doesn't mean it's not true. Even if it's three Tvachim, it's no good. So I think that's a, I think that's a mistake. Okay. Um, all right. Back in the Gemara. Yeah, I mean, the, Pardon? The in the in the in the in the in the in the safer that you sent with the email. Yeah. In the one you sent it, that only has gimel tefachim. Ah, he corrected it. Must have fixed it. They corrected it. Kolak avod. They corrected it. Okay. Corrected it. Somebody must have said something. Yeah. I wonder if he made the other corrections that we said. Yeah. So I got to take a little marker and erase Yosef for next time. Okay. Good. Corrected. Kolak avod. I didn't. I'm not looking at that. I'm glad you. I'm glad somebody's using that. Good. Okay. Good. Um, back in the Gemara, said to us, Rabbi Yosef Rachman Gimel. He says, "Ask me three about Amar Rabbi Yosef, Amar Rabbi Yosef, Enal Kabbels, Lachan Lachan Kabbels, Lo Behilmi." At the at Shabbos and Daf Kuf Ches over there, the Mishnah said, "Hilmi is like you make a brine. Can you make a brine on Shabbos? Basically, missing salt and vinegar. You shouldn't do it." Says the Tanakhama. Why? Because uh, it looks like you're preserving stuff. You're going to make preserves now for after Shabbos. You shouldn't do that. So, uh, but if you have a small amount, you're allowed to. Rabbi Yosef over there, the Gemara came out. He's machmir, and he says, "No." There's nothing between small and big. You know, if you can't do something, you can't do it at all. So he says you shouldn't do it at all. So the Gemara says now, Rabbi Shmuel says, we don't pass Rabbi Yossi by the Adalacha. And below we don't pass like him here either. The Rabbi Yossi Shita has to be three Tvachim wide. We don't hold of Rabbi Yossi. Omalei Ravuna Barchina Behilmi Amritlan, Belechi Lamritlan. So he told him, Ravuna said to Rabbi Shmuel, Behilmi, you told us Allah is like him, Belechi Lamritlan. But by but Lechis, you didn't tell us, you didn't teach us that that Loch is not like him. Maishna, Maishna, Behilmi, the Poli Rabbanale. Why, why do you say Loch is not like Rabbi Yossi in the case of Behilmi in back in, in Shabbos? Why? Because the Rabbanan disagree with him. Lechayin nami pligi Rabbanale. But over here also the Rabbanan disagree with him, and they said it could be a mashu. I'm like Shanel Chayim Mishum Dekoy Rabbi Kavasi, because Rabbi holds like him. We mentioned before that Rabbi, Rabbi went. Remember in the case of the bigger and the smaller. Chatseros um, um, uh, back in diagram number sixty nine. It was explained later on. With it's, uh, one is one ama, the bigger one is one ama wider than the smaller one. So which means three tefachim on both sides, and uh, and why? Because it goes like Rebbe that holds that you have to have the uh, that the lechi the the uh, side post has to have the three tefachim. So it's different. Rebbe he says he says Mahilmi maybe we don't pass him, but here maybe we do pass him like Rebbe the like like Rebbe Yossi because uh, because we. Um, uh, you know, because because Rebbe Rebbe held also like Rabbi Yossi. I think Lemaisen, one of those, um, there was a film being circulated a while back. Moish, maybe you sent it out about this guy showing in New Jersey how they make the Arabs, how they make the Arabs. And there, if you look at it, he's not using a flimsy little pole. They use like, the, and I think they use them here too. Usually it's like also protection for the thing. It's right, usually the, the, the post is usually three tefachim wide, so maybe they went like Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Chumi Masniachi, he used the, the authors here a little bit different in the story. He's a Rabbi Chumi learned this way. Amar Rav Yehuda braid Rav Shmuel. Not that it was Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, but it was Rav Yehuda, the son of Rav Shmuel. Not Shmuel, the regular Shmuel who argues with Rav. It's braid Rav Shmuel, bar shilat mishmei the Rav. He learned it that way, that it's not like him either in Hilmi, like the same idea, but it was a different author. And then the, and then the dialogue continued differently. Amrlay, Amr, did you really say that? Amrlay, I didn't really say that. What you did say it, and we learned it from you. What do you mean? You say you're, you're, you're retracting what you said, that Allah is not like, not like uh, Rabbi Yossi. 
in both of them. Uh, you, 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 now you're retracting. You said before the Lach is not like Rabbi and Hilmi and Lachi, and now you're retracting that. Um, and but you taught us that way. My time, my time, Why did he retract? So again, because Rabbi always brings a sfara, he always explains his sheet very well. Not like we saw yesterday, Rameir, people couldn't figure out what Rameir was saying, right? But Rabbi always explained exactly his sfara, and therefore was he wanted to go like Rabbi So this is a similar idea that we said that Lacha could be like Rabbi because because the uh, because Rebbe went uh, Rebbe went uh, well like Rabbi Amalei Rava Barav Chanan Labai Hilchasamai. What's the halacha lemaisa? Do you have to have it? Uh, does it have to be three tefachim or anything? Amalei Puk Chaza Ma Amadavar. Famous lashon. Go see what the people did. Go see what people do. Go see what the people are accustomed to do. In other words, uh, follow the tzibur. Whatever the tzibur is doing now, that's probably the halacha. Some say that this discussion about what's the halacha, and he told him go see what the people do. Aha, shosamayim If you drink water. Not uh, because something's stuck in your throat, like that's like a rafua, but you're thirsty. What's the bracha do you make? What's the bracha bishon? You make shekol nivvaro. Reb Tarfon Amar Bar Nefashas Rabbas. We're speaking about the bracha bishon, not the bracha achrona. He said you make Bar Nefashas for chesuron. That's the bracha you make on water. Al Kamash Brasa. Amalei Reb Chanan Labai Hilchos. What's the halach? Amalei Puk Chazim Davar. Go see what the people actually do, and obviously what the people do is they make a shakol. All right, we'll pick them here tomorrow. It's at the top of the page. Have a good day and a good week to everybody. Shavuot Tov. Shkoyach to everybody. Rumi, thanks for that note on the uh, on the book. You see, they made corrections. Very good. I told you, listen to the share. They fixed it. <laughs> they fixed it. Okay, cult of. <laughs>